the season finale to the Flash Season 7 aired a couple of hours, hours ago, so now let's review Season 7. Hey everybody, welcome back to Movie Morning. We discuss all things movies, reviews, rankings, and all that fun stuff. But then again, today we are going to be discussing some more TV because, well, you know, there's a lot of TV shows wrapping up right now for some reason. But The Flash Season 7 just wrapped up a couple of hours ago. Like I said, it aired, it aired its finale. It's been going for like, I believe, like four and a half months now. And this eight episode 18 just aired today. And I have a lot of thoughts on this season. I tried to condense it as much as I could. And this is going to be a weird structure for a review because this season doesn't play out like a normal season. Like, usually in a television season, there'd be one through line, through line um, storyline. And even with all the seasons before this, that's how it was, with the exception of last season, of course, because things kind of went to a mess by the end. But before that, we kind of just had one storyline. And that's what we get with most TV shows. But this these CW, DC shows have come to the point where they have so many episodes now. And people are just starting to realize that there just isn't enough material for one whole story to go through this entire storyline. And that makes for a lot of filler episodes. So with this season, they separated it into two main arcs, as well as a couple of filler episodes, as well as wrapping up last week, last well, last season's storyline, which is what where I'm going to start. But just to start off, I know most people... I think have dropped off the show by now because it's been going downhill ever since season three, which season three before this to me was easily the weakest season. Well, yeah, I don't know how we've come to the point we have now with season seven. I have a lot and I have a lot of strong feelings about this season. It's the most strong feelings I've had towards any season of The Flash in a really long time. And unfortunately, mostly not in a very positive light. And that's Really sad because I was really rooting for this show to get back to where it was. Season 6 at the beginning started off really good for the first couple of episodes. And there were a lot of really fun flash moments in Crisis. But then after that, it kind of just... Just the storyline that they were heading in wasn't good. And I guess let's start off with that. So now, I guess I forgot to mention, massive spoiler warning. If you haven't seen The Flash Season 7, I'm assuming you're clicking on for a review of Season 7. You've at least seen the show. So I'm assuming you're going to watch Season 7. So... If so, this review will contain spoilers for season seven. But continuing what I was saying, it's just really unfortunate because I was really rooting to this, for this show to get back to where it was back in like season one or two. But unfortunately, I found this season to be well, firstly, a massive letdown considering what the show used to be in a very bad season, and that's really, really unfortunate. I'm going to get into all of why I think that in just a couple of minutes. But first, let's discuss how the season wraps up season six. So season six, obviously, because of the pandemic, it was meant to be 22 episodes, I believe, just like season five, but they ended up only airing 19, and they reworked episode 19 to be like a sort of a season finale. I'm talking about season six here, by the way. And it just felt really awkward. And the ending of season six felt really flat for me, as well as that entire storyline with Eva McCulloch. I thought it didn't really work. And... It was just such, again, such like a, I just, it was just such a weak storyline compared to what they've given us in like season one or two. And then people will ask, you know, why are you still watching the show if you're going to be complaining? Well, well, it's just, I'm such a massive fan of the Flash character and I've been watching the show for so long that I feel like I just want to see it through to the end. I don't know if they're planning on season eight for, to being the end of the show, but I feel like if they can just give us one last great season, you know, I'll just... 
leave happy. But I guess season eight won't be the last season because Grant Gustin's already discussed continuing his contract beyond, like onto a season nine. I guess but I'm not sure. We're going back to season six. Um, so I wasn't the biggest fan of that. And this this season started off with three episodes, I believe, wrapping up that storyline. The first two episodes were fine. There were some good moments. Whether I believe Nash Wells died in one of the moments. That was considering I really liked the character, I wanted to see him more more of him because I feel like the show constantly wants to, wants to like shuffle and sh- shuffle in and shuffle out different Wellses, which doesn't even happen anymore. We'll get into that. And I just feel like sometimes it's forced that they have to um, they have to do that. So they kind of just feel. So some of some of the things in this first couple of episodes felt felt very redundant for from earlier seasons. But once you have seventeen of the show, it's hard to go outside of the box too much. Anyways. So we started off with a fine, like, the first two episodes I thought were fine. They were manageable. I would say the second episode, I believe, called Speed of Thought. Probably one of the better episodes of the season, and it's probably because I can actually remember it. I like that, you know, Barry kind of had speed thinking, and it's something that's been explored before during the New 52 of the comics, I believe. So I like that they explored it, and I also like that they didn't fully give him that, or else he would have become too OP. But I like that they explored speed thinking, and I... And I guess one positive I can give for the season as a whole is that Grant Gustin, who plays Barry Allen, is great. And he's always great. He's a great actor. And I, after he's done with The Flash and if he you know, feels like he should move on, I'm excited to see him in a lot more things in the future. He's a fantastic actor. And he's never been the weak point of the show. No matter how weak the season got for me, he was never the problem. I feel like it's mainly the writing and just the storylines that they're put, making around him and all that, which I'll get into. But... Grant Gustin, like with all the seasons of the show, is great. Even in the speed thinking episode where he's got to show less emotion and kind of change the way he plays Barry Allen is great. And this is one of the stronger parts of the season, even though, you know, it's not fantastic. I just like the concept of it. And I thought it was executed fine. But the finale to this storyline with Eva McCulloch, I thought was really, I thought was just not good. It was pretty bad. And it, it just, it, it firstly started a trend in the season of pretty much one of the lead characters talking down to the villain and pretty much trying to sway them over to the hero side, which is what Iris does. And it just, this is just a cliche on this show. Like, this show has turned, like, that, this was a cliche before, but this show has t- taken it to another level. There's so many pep talks and, you know, people just giving these monologues to the villains, trying to turn them around, and it just doesn't work. And all these pep talks and speeches becomes so boring and repetitive throughout the season and it's most most relevant i mean most relevant to talk about in the in like the first actual whole arc we have in the season about the you know like the different forces which i'll get into but there's kind of a hint at that in this final episode and i didn't enjoy watching this i believe there's like an action scene with really weird music playing in the background i don't know this final episode episode three which was meant to again wrap up season six's storyline to me just didn't work and the first two, first two episodes before this were a lot better, but they were also not great. So overall, the season's off to a pretty mediocre to bad start from the beginning. But that's pretty much what I thought of the season six stuff. So then we move on to the actual season seven storyline. And I feel like the first thing I noticed, like right off the bat, which it doesn't even have to do with any, any, of, the, any of the arcs I'll get into, but I feel like a lot of the side characters on the show, again, minus Barry, obviously he's the lead character, so I'm obviously not referring to him. When I say side character, I feel like a lot of the side characters have unfortunately lost 
like the like that the charm they had in earlier seasons, particularly Cisco, I feel like he hasn't been given much to do on the show for a couple of seasons. Now in season one, he's very much a supporting character, but he's also one of the best parts of it. Carlos Valdez is so good as his character. Whenever it focuses on him, he's really good. And firstly, which I'll get into this in a minute, but I feel like his character is just he, they don't really know what to do with him anymore, and it feels like the actor, Carlos Valdez, has wanted to move on from the role for a couple of seasons now, but they've been stretching it out to find a replacement, which they think they found in Chester, who, you know, Chester P. Runk, I believe is his name, who's, uh, who is the character on the show, and he's, like, kind of quippy, and he's a bit more nerdy, kind of like Cisco, but I don't, he just wasn't given, he, the problem with Chester is I feel like straight off the bat in season one, Cisco and Barry have this relationship. They have a dynamic, as well as Cisco with the rest of Team Flash. But Chester, I just don't feel the emotional connection between him and Barry or any of the other characters for a large majority of the season. And it doesn't ever really evolve past you're just a team member. They don't really feel like a family as much. And it just from that the side characters just don't have the charm they used to for me. And Tom Cavanaugh as Harrison Walls, I feel like has become... He's been playing different versions of his character, which is always fun, but I feel like the show's kind of got to start moving beyond just that. And they introduced a couple new characters again, like Allegra, who I'll talk about a bit later. But also, I was also going to talk about Caitlyn, who in this season is given a storyline where she's separated from Killer Frost. Like they literally turn into two different people. And straight off, that was a really weird direction to go. And it makes... I don't know. I, I don't really know what I thought of this, but it also ties into something later I want to talk about with Killer Frost, where there's like a Killer Frost section of the season where it's just a trial for her. And I found it to be really preachy, which is weird because, I don't know, I've never seen the show be preachy in that way of, you know, trying to talk about metahumans and giving them freedom and all that. And it was just really preachy and like second chances. And it just, it felt like the CW was really shoving that down our throats with that particular episode. And I was not a fan of that. I just wanted to mention that. So I feel like Killer Frost didn't really, again, have much to do in here. And she was given a very strange subplot, like, involving um, uh, Chillblane, I believe, and, like, their relationship. And I just thought that was so... The writing on that was just not good. And you just cannot buy into what they're trying to set up with that. But, again, that happens later in the season. But I thought I would just touch on that now. So, obviously, a couple of side characters do leave this season. Cisco leaves... Or Cisco leaves, and then Tom Cavanaugh's Harrison Wells leaves in terms of acting. I think that he may have come back to direct an episode, and I feel like he will probably direct episodes in the future. But he, in terms of just him as acting on the show as a version of Wells, he's no longer gonna, you know, be on it. So this season lost two main key members of the show who've been here since season one, and their absences by the time they. by the time they both left, actually really were felt to me because they, I feel like, bring a lot more charisma to the team and just the team dynamics that I think they both really work in terms of that side. But I feel like when they were there, I just didn't feel they were doing anything. So once Wells left, I was like, okay, so that's a dynamic that's gone. And not having him for the season, I didn't feel as much as I felt when Cisco left. As soon as he left, when he left, I was like, oh, okay, it's a pretty decent send-off, which I'll get into a bit later. 
But as soon as he left, I just felt, again, there was a loss of charisma in the team. And I just didn't feel the connection between the characters like I did when Cisco was there. But even then, I feel like none of, the, none of these characters I enjoyed as much as I, I did in earlier seasons. Also, the special effects have never been great on the show. But this season looked genuinely awful. Now, there are a few good moments, but I don't know what what happened with their budget. Did they get like a massive cut in the budget for special effects? I don't know. But this season, to me, just looked horrible. And I could tell that instantly when they started the first arc involving the different forces. And I'm not going to talk about this for too long because I think that everyone watching this knew how just hideous it was for a lot of it. This arc to me felt a bit stretched out and it was even like cut in between with different episodes like the Killer Frost stuff. It felt stretched and stretched out. It was horribly handled the way the storyline played out. It was so cheesy, like terrible dialogue, like some of the worst of the whole show. It just, there was just way too many speeches and preachy moments about characters switching sides and, you know, broken relationships and it just, it became monotonous at a point and I don't, know what the writers were thinking with this because it just it it, there was never a point in this where i was like oh okay the flash feels like what it used to be i feel like every season has this one high point in the season where i just start to get memories of the great moments of the flash and this season really didn't have any really didn't have a single moment that made me think of that other than like a small moment inside an episode one of the filler episodes which i'll get into But this arc, firstly, it didn't seem like a very good idea from the beginning, and it was executed even worse. The way the characters interacted, like, the way that Nora and, you know, like, Barry's kids, apparently, which was just crazy to me, like, you know, like, um, the still force and all that, the way they interacted and just what they were calling each other, like, when they were, like, sis, bro, it just, it didn't work. Because it's a very odd storyline to tackle, and I, when I heard they were doing this, I was like, weirded out by it i was like this isn't what one if you could if someone had to make up a storyline for for a season of the flash i don't think this is what you should come up with but i was willing to give them a chance with what they were gonna do and it just didn't work and by the time it ended i was so glad we were past it and it this storyline lasted for like eight episodes i believe which it's like seven or eight episodes and it just went on a, a few too many episodes and was thrown a few too many side plots were thrown in there and relationships between characters that it kind of just I just wanted it to be over and this section of of the season may have been the weakest because it lasted the longest and it just had probably the worst writing I think the show has ever had so moving on to this we had a few filler episodes a couple of which I didn't really remember to be honest with you but there was one that heavily involved Allegra, or at least there was a side plot, at least going through all these filler episodes that involved Allegra and her sister, I believe. Or maybe this was at the beginning of the Godspeed arc. But I felt like this portion of the season started to make the character of Allegra pretty annoying. Prior to this, I didn't really mind her character all too much. She had a few good moments with Nash Wells, but this season, especially one scene involving her and Caitlyn, when Caitlyn's operating on her sister, I found ridiculous, and I just didn't like where the character was coming from and made her so unlikable. I don't know if they'll ever be able to make her an enjoyable character, which is kind of disappointing because she started off okay, even though she was a bit useless on the whole. But a couple of these filler episodes, part of the Cisco one, was pretty forgettable, and I don't know why they were in here. But now let's talk about the Goodbye Vibrations episode, I believe it's titled where we say goodbye to Cisco Ramon, who 
you know, is one of the, you know, like long-lasting characters on the show. And he's, you know, he's so much fun. The audience loves him. I mean, I wish he was used better in the past couple seasons. But, you know, I, I was like, let's just get to the end. Let's just, if he's going to be uh, sent out, uh, if he's going to leave the show, give him a good goodbye. And I felt this episode wasn't bad. Again, there were a couple cringy moments in terms of the writing and talking. But I feel like it was reminiscent to me of season one and how the dialogue felt in there. You would have hoped the dialogue would have evolved, but it had that charm to it that it had in season one. There were some really fantastic callbacks. Like, honestly, even though the episode wasn't great, there were some great callbacks to season one. As a fan, as a, someone who's been watching the show for, like, what, like nearly six years now, because I didn't start from the beginning, I just... There were some pieces of, you know, fun nostalgia in there. I will admit that. And honestly... I felt by the time he left the show, I felt they did him justice. Again, was he missed? Yes. But honestly, I just don't really want to complain about this episode because, you know, this character got his send-off, and I think I just have to move past this. And I don't want to complain too much, but there were a few really great moments about this. So now let's get on to the final stretch of the season, which is the Godspeed War arc, as I think it's being called. And this is what you're going to hear most people calling the best part of the season. But even when you're saying that to me, I don't consider this a great arc or anything, at least not for the show and compared to what they've given us before. It's an okay arc with a few really good moments, but also a few really, a few moments which involve really bad ideas and just some moments which are just really dumb, which I may get into because it's very specific and this is more of a season overview, so it's just, it's a bit hard to get into stuff like this, but but I will agree that it is by far the strongest part of the season while still not being very good. Well, I don't say very good. Still not really being great. There's enjoyable parts again. But I just think Godspeed as a character, he looks cool. Don't get me wrong. His, the his costume is one of the best costumes, I think, on like superhero TV right now. It's just it's phenomenal. I love the way they did it. I love how it looks like the comics, which is one of the costumes that really translated and actually worked really well. And I just love the costume. But... When they put a lot of special effects on it, I do have to admit that it looks pretty pretty shoddy on the show. And the special effects, even in this arc, some of it wasn't great. Like, there were actually a few scenes where the fight choreography was laughable to me. Like, there, were, there was a scene in the 150th episode going into the finale where Godspeed, the Godspeeds are fighting on a car, which I honestly laughed out loud because the fight choreography was so basic. And it just, it felt like, two kids at a playground trying to make an action scene. Look, I don't know what they were thinking with that. But, again, I don't want to complain too much because I honestly didn't expect it to be great or anything. But, I don't know, Godspeed as a character just didn't have much to interest me. And I felt this arc was pretty rushed considering the other arc was like eight episodes long. And this arc involves a character who's widely popular in the community. I don't know why they only made this four episodes. And because of that, it kind of felt rushed in the middle. So this storyline, I guess, had, like, the... Um, uh, we had August Hart, who's Godspeed, and his mind was wiped when he came back to the past. So kind of the final episode, I guess, involved him, you know, getting his memory back and, you know, becoming the real Godspeed, while, you know, all the other Godspeeds are fighting. Some of them, they're fighting against each other, which starts off really... Like really weird, and the first couple of two episodes of this were pretty standard slash episodes, in my opinion. Some great moments, some really bad moments again, especially with Allegra. But 
you know, they were fine and I could get them. Then we moved on to episode 17, which is a penultimate episode as well as the 150th episode of The Flash. So I was excited to see what they were going to do here. And it was confirmed that Bart Allen would be making his debut. And before I talk about Bart, let's talk about the return of Nora and the return of Jay Garrick. Nora, I think, worked in these couple episodes a lot better than she did, or at least in episode 17, because she barely does anything in the finale. She worked a lot better here than she did in a lot of parts of season five. And Jay Garrick, played by John Wesley Shipp, is always great to see, especially for people who watch the 90s Flash show, which isn't me, but I still love to see him because he's just fun on screen. And I really like the return of those two characters. And Bart Allen was introduced, I believe, played by Jordan Fisher, if I'm not wrong. And, he, and it was really cool to see Bart on the show. Some of the writing, again, it was pretty off, but I feel like I'm complaining about the writing way too much. And I like that he had a rivalry with Godspeed, and it kind of made the stakes at points a bit more urgent, and it made you care a bit more. But I think that, I think that at points, I felt like Bart was just a bit much. And I know he's impulse, and that's the whole point. But sometimes he started to become a little annoying to me. But overall, I, I would say that I lean on the side of him like, being positive on his portrayal on the show. That I think, I think I, I, I appreciate what they did, and I don't want to again go into. Too, I don't want to complain about it too much because there isn't much to actually complain about. I just I liked his portrayal on the show for the most part. But again, there were a couple moments where kind of started to become annoying. At least got him like really close to become annoying. But I appreciate it. He finally got put in the show. And I think Jordan Fisher did a good job in the role. Moving on to the finale. So the finale started off for like the first like 25 minutes. Pretty average. There wasn't much of interest. I guess there's a plot line with Kristen Kramer. I, I think that's her name. And like with metahumans, which I haven't really touched on. Because I feel like it was so in the background of the season. that The writers didn't seem to care about it too much. Like halfway through making the storyline. So I haven't touched on that. I don't know if I'll really get into it. But the finale, the way that they, again, I talked about how they gave August Hart his, you know, like they, they gave him his memories back. And then in the final episode, Barry devises a plan. And in this plan, see, we see the return of Reverse Flash or Eubard Thawne, but played by Tom Cavanaugh, not Matt Letcher, who actually plays Eubard Thawne. So it's, I guess it's the, it's the Reverse Flash character from season one. Now, I was pretty confused when he showed up. Mainly because I wasn't fully, I didn't fully remember what they, what they did with him, like, in the last time we saw him. I believe the last time we saw him was in season five, when he just left and teased that he was going to be in crisis, which he wasn't in, which was so disappointing to me. But I don't think we've seen him in, like, two seasons, so I was pretty confused where this, this version of Reverse Flash came from. But it's always great to see him, and I love the, the music coming back from season one, the Reverse Flash, and that was great. But... And also, there's like a lightsaber fight. No joke. There's literal. There's a literal lightsaber fight in this season finale of a Flash episode, where they both conjure like lightning staffs or swords, and they just have a lightsaber fight. Which there were some really cool moments from it, but it was. It just reminded me of like the Phantom Menace at points, like the way they were fighting. But I don't know. But again, it didn't look fantastic. But there were a couple cool shots, like the way they positioned the camera and the thing. So I like that. And I, when Reverse Flash returned, I'm like, okay, they could be doing something really interesting here. But he kind of returned for, like, three minutes. And, like, he just got mocked by Barry because of his speed, which I didn't like. 
and then he just kind of leaves. He kind of just leaves, and then teases that he's gonna, and teases that he's gonna return, which was just so underwhelming to me. Like if you bring reverse flashback, you got to use him for more than that. He's such a big character, and it just I don't know. I liked that the lightsaber fight was different from what we usually get, and I liked that reverse flash came back, but I just felt he was really underused. And he just kind of kills Godspeed, or at least think we, thinks we kills, but then we later learn he's in Ironhide, so Godspeed is just passed off, and he's just so overshadowed by Reverse Flash's return. But it was cool to see him, so I guess that's pretty much all I have to say on that. But then we move on to the end of the season, which, I don't know, I thought felt really, like, it felt really just thrown in there. It felt like the writers kind of didn't really know how to end the season, so just kind of brought back up Barry and Iris and tried to, you know, they renew their vows and all that. But this season, oddly, and it's caused a bit of controversy, I don't want to say controversy, but a lot of discussion on Twitter, at least, you know, like the Flash fans, there's no cliffhanger in the season, which I don't think is a big deal. But then it raises the question, why would we want to come back? I guess the cliffhanger was reverse Flash showing up. But I think we, you needed to give us more than that for us to be fully excited about coming back two for a season eight but honestly i don't have too much else to say i've been going on for a bit now but overall i was really really let down by this season i really didn't like a large majority but the final four episodes were okay they had some really great moments some moments i really didn't like but the rest of the season to me was just really bad and i don't think the final four episodes brought it back up at all because they were kind of just okay and i even said to i even said like if with four episodes left, I'm like, if these final four episodes can be really fantastic, then this might not be the worst season. But if it's just anything below that, this is, to me, the worst season of the show. And there's just no way around that for me. I'm going to give The Flash Season 7 a D. So with that said, guys, what did you guys think of The Flash Season 7? If you've seen it, obviously you have, because you're listening to this, and I just went into the entire season, basically. Let me know in, like, the voice messages, which you can send me if you're listening on Anchor. But if you don't want to do that, if you enjoyed this episode, share it with your friends and all that. Follow the podcast for more episodes. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'll catch you all next time. Bye-bye.